I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Well, welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Way to go. Here we are. Way to go. We are, we've left Christian Country Mornings Radio Show. And now we are doing a podcast, and uh, we are actually uh, looking forward to it. So we're going to put it on YouTube. So we go to Bible Church. It'll be on the YouTube channel on our Way to Go. It will be our playlist. And then also it will be on waytogo.podcast. No, nope. Podbean. Podbean.com. Almost got it right. It's new. Sorry. Okay. It's new. <laughs> Forgive me. All right. Waytogo.podbean.com is what we're going to do. Podcast, pod beans, <laughs> pod beans and podcasts. We're learning though. You know what I'm saying? We're going to, we're going to learn right here along with the rest of you. And one of the things, obviously with coronavirus going on and everything that's happening right now in the world, there's a lot of fear. I mean, I talk there to people is. seriously. I mean, they're, they're afraid to go see relatives. They're afraid of what happens if they get it. I think a lot of people too, they're pretty brave. It's not that they're really afraid for themselves is they're afraid if they get it and they pass it. What if I have it? I don't know it. And so there's a lot of concerns economically. There's a lot of concerns. So when we have a lot of concerns, where do we turn? Hopefully to the Lord. Well, that, that's a, to the Bible. That, that's the best place, right? <laughs> I mean, you're going to go to the Lord and you're going to seek him out and to see what he has to say. Because what we're told in the Bible is that our God is a God of peace. He's a God who's going to strengthen us all the mm-hmm. time. And one of the verses that I read, which I thought was great, the Lord sits enthroned in the, over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Right there. May God bless his people with peace. I mean, how great is that? It's awesome. I mean, God gives a peace that, I mean, the Bible says it's a peace beyond understanding. That someone from the outside might look at us and think, how on earth can they have such peace during such a storm? Right. But God can give us that peace. We can have it because we have it through the Lord. And that, mm-hmm. to me, that's one of the, be- the beautiful things as we look at it, because it says that we should be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait on the Lord. And that's such a phenomenal verse. So all you who are waiting on the Lord, this is where our peace actually comes from. And when I think about peace, it's, it's a calm. It's mm-hmm. even if there's a storm going on, calm, tranquility. It doesn't have to rattle us. Right. Calm in the midst of the storm and and not letting outside forces or outside opinions or anything shake our peace because our peace is firmly rooted in Christ. But I think uh, legitimately there are a lot of times people don't have peace for whatever reason. uh, They fear sometimes for their jobs. They fear Mm -hmm. for their health. There, there's a lot of things that can really rattle people. And it's something that you have to come back all the time. We have to take our minds back to truth because the way you feel about something, mm-hmm. that's the caboose, yeah. the engine, the locomotive that actually drives our lives. That's facts. Mm-hmm. And then it's faith in the fact. The fact is God is a God who brings peace to his people. God's face shines on his people. He gives a tranquility. He gives a calm that nothing else can. Jesus Christ calmed the storm. He can calm our hearts. And that's something that we've got to believe. 
Yeah. And it's one of those things that it's a daily process, you know, constantly coming to God. The Bible talks about renewing our mind daily. Right. Because we can get bogged down with the fear and then we can say, no, God's in control. And we can, you know, come back and, and put our trust in God and rely on him. And then there might be another day where we're like starting to worry again, but we can come back every day. Right. Every moment of every day, right. really. Well, it's like Peter. I mean, he comes out, he sees Jesus Christ walking in the water, and they're all scared because they thought they saw a ghost. And yeah. then Jesus Christ said, don't be scared, it's me. Can I come out? Cool. Can I yeah. come out? I want to come out. <laughs> I want to come out. And, you know, he got out of the boat. He got out of the boat. He's walking on the water, and everything's going great, and it's going fine. And as long as he's looking at Jesus. But as soon as he looked at the wave, that was it. Start going sunk down. like a rock. Because yeah. you doubt. As soon as you take your eyes off God, mm-hmm. and this is a question for us. Am I looking at my circumstances, or am I looking at God? Am I looking at what's going on with my health? Uh, am I looking right. just at the news? Am I looking at all the, the negativity out there? Or am I going to say, right there, God, I'm looking at you. You're the one that I trust. If I'm looking at God, I'm going to have more peace. If I'm looking at my circumstances, that's a peace record. Yeah, it's so easy to get distracted from God by the world around us. Right. And the things that are happening in our lives or other people's lives or just on the news or whatever it might be keeping that focus on God and God's strength is a continual effort. It's constant yeah. all the time that as, as we go through our lives. And so we're, we're told in the Bible, and one, one of the things that we got to realize is one of the things that the Bible is going to teach us is that you've got to constantly, constantly, constantly put that focus on the Lord because he's got a lot of great things that he wants to share in us. Again, be strong in the Lord. Let your heart be courageous, all you who put your hope in him. What is going on in your heart? Yeah, is huge issue. P- it is a huge issue. Is there right. peace in my heart? Am I, you know, keeping God's word in my heart? And right. It talks in the Psalms about, you know, hiding God's word in our heart and just being able to pull up those encouraging verses in my mind. Right. You know, when I'm in difficult situations. So put good info in there. Yep. Put good info. What, what am I allowing to come into my heart? You control that. Mm-hmm. How much time do you spend on social media? How much time do you spend watching the news? Now, how much time are you spending reading the promises of God? Because I got news for you, sitting down and reading Psalms about how God is there for you is probably going to comfort you more than just watching the death That's toll true. from yeah. the coronavirus. It's going to discourage you. It went up. It went, yeah, it's going to go up. It's, right. going, it's going to go up. It's not going to be anywhere near what one of the professionals said, where we said we're going to lose 48 million. I mean, we're not even yeah, at 200,000. Thank God, thank God worldwide. Right. It's not going to go to that. However, you know, any loss is bad. I mean, I get yes. that. It's like uh, they, they had this, uh, it was a Japanese actually. He was a general that was fighting at Iwo Jima and they had a ship attack on the way in and they said, hey, listen, everyone was saved but two. We only lost two lives. He said, yeah, but two families lost everything. Yep. And so, you know, you can't look at just numbers. Yeah, if there's six people or eight people have died in Ashtabula County, well, guess what? For those six to eight families, they lost somebody. Absolutely. It's very devastating. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I understand it. But again, I don't want to focus just on that. I don't want to focus thing. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to get the virus. I'm going to die. I bet I'll be one, one, one of them. Why are you thinking like that? Right. right. You want to focus on positive things and, and try <laughs> right. not to worry. I mean, you want to be responsible and right. handle things the way that you should handle them, but we can't live in fear. Worst case scenario is not the place to find peace. If yeah. you want to go now, by the way, if I'm planning something, I always have to have both things. If you're going to plan a, a an event, uh, you need to have plan A and plan B. I get it. Right. Plan A is for the sunshine. Plan B is for the rain. 
Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to get. I'm going to be ready either way that it goes, but I can't be just full of negativity going on Facebook, getting in arguments with people and then saying, why don't I have peace? Yeah. What, why don't I have peace? Because what are you feeding yourself all the time? It says in the Bible in Philippians 4, 8, if it's good, if it's lovely, if it's praiseworthy, think about such things. Yeah. You decide what comes into your heart. Yeah. What you want to focus on, what you want to, you know, fill your mind with. And I think too, if you're like on social media or even around people that you know that are constantly negative and that negativity is bringing you down right. and making you negative, you need to walk away. It is not worth it. It's not worth your, the lack of peace that it brings right. to your life. Break the hold, walk, walk away. away. That's right. Like, like Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Said it both at the same time. Here's, here's another great thing as we're, we're going through. Again, don't focus on the negatives. Know that God is there and put good information in your heart. But also, it's that we're not to worry. It says in Philippians 4, 6, or 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, if you were to come to me with anxiety and you're saying, hey, listen, I have a, I have a lot of things I'm worried about, a lot of things that are on my mind, this would probably be one of the first verses I would send you to. Yeah, take it to the Lord. Right. This is how we live. I mean, this is how it you got to live all yeah. the time. Do not be anxious about anything. How many things are we supposed to be anxious about? Nothing. Nothing. Let's pray Why about not? it. Why not? Because we can not? trust God. Lay it at his feet. Let him handle it. Right. We don't, yeah. listen, Jesus Christ said, look at the birds of the air. God takes care of them. Mm -hmm. Look at the flowers of the field. They're beautiful. God takes care of it. You, by worrying, will not add one hour to your life, not one single stinking hour. Yeah. It is 100% unproductive. And so when you think yeah. about things that are unproductive, all worry's going to do is lose you sleep, burn holes in your stomach, give you health problems. Yeah, make you sick. And, right, probably make you a little bit difficult to deal with. Yeah. Because you're constantly worried, you're constantly worried, you're constantly worried. You got to right. remind yourself, this is the truth. This is the this is the locomotive. This is what has to drive my life. He said, don't be anxious, but in everything by prayer and petition. Now, that's my responsibility right there. My responsibility is to come in and with prayer and thanksgiving, present my request to God. That's my job. That's right. my job. Okay, God, I don't want to worry. Great. What are you doing about it? Praying about it. Pray about it. Yeah. It's true because we can sit around and just in our minds, you know, think, well, what if this and what if that and, and worry ourselves right. almost into a frenzy and all the time that you're worrying about it or thinking about it or dwelling on something negative is never going to change the, the outcome. Correct. What's going to happen when a situation is out of our control, it's going to happen. One of the we great just have things, to trust God. One of the great things that my dad taught me was cross that bridge when you get to it. Mm -hmm. That's it cross that bridge when you get to it some because yeah. I'd, I'd always i'd what if you to death yeah. well what if this happens what if this happens what if this happens what if this happens he'd say stop what ifing yourself to death <laughs> bill cross that bridge when you get to it because the truth was there were a lot of bridges i was trying to cross six months out that i never had to cross yeah because it just doesn't happen the way because we it think didn't it might. happen yeah what am i gonna do if i get coronavirus well how about think about that when you get it right. should you get it because you probably won't and by the way, here's good information. In Ohio right now, out of every 100,000 people, there are only 117 that have COVID. 117 out of every 100,000 people. Let that sink in. Yep, sinking in. That's a lot of healthy people. That's like 99,000 and change. And a lot of change, really. So you've got 
bunches of people, most of the people that you're going to meet are healthy. Thank God. Yeah, right? for sure. So, but, but we sit there and we listen to the news and it sounds dire and we look at the numbers and we get freaked out about it instead of just looking, what's the truth? What's the truth? Right? Don't be sweating that kind of stuff out. Don't be putting your minds there. What you need to do is you need to come to God and pray. You got something you're concerned about? Pray about it. Right. I mean, if you, if you have people that are ill or people that are even in, um, you know, more the more vulnerable group. Right. I think just be praying and asking for God's protection, God's strength, God's help. And if someone becomes ill, I mean, I know some someone that's ill, that's elderly with coronavirus, and I just pray for them. I pray right. that God will heal them and that God will help them through it. And no matter how much you worry about it, it still can't change it. So. No, well, that's what I found in life. No amount of worrying. I, I'll tell you, we try to control stuff we can't control. We try to, Absolutely. I talked to a woman one time and she was really upset, having a lot of anxiety because her husband was nearing death. And she's acting like, you know, the more I worry, the more I try to control it, maybe I'll stop it. I'm like, look, what's going to happen? He, he'll pass away or not. What's going to happen is going to happen. Control what you control. Stop trying yes. to control everything else, mm -hmm. right? You love them. You serve them. You do everything you can. You pray for them. Those are the things you can control. Put your mind there. All the stuff you can't control, how medication affects him, how chemotherapy mm -hmm. affects him, how all that stuff, what happens, what doctor decisions are, so on and so forth. You don't control that. So stop worrying about the things you don't control. You drive what you drive. God gives you things right. to drive. What's going on in your mind and your heart, that's what you drive. You drive prayer. You can come yeah. to God and you can pray. And it says, when you pray, do it with thanksgiving. Why is that important? Do it with thanksgiving. Because we're trusting God that he's going to answer our prayers. Right. And it's a trust thing, too. Yeah. I mean, it's an appreciation factor. Yeah. God, I appreciate everything that you've already done for me because when you're thankful, you're remembering what God already did. When you remember what God already mm -hmm. did, it gives you a phenomenal amount more of confidence in the Lord. Yeah, when we've seen answered prayer in the past, it gives us confidence in our prayer in the present. And I, I think we, a lot of times we want to take the whole weight of the world and just carry it on our shoulders. Right. You know, we see something going on or, you know, some tragedy or something that is difficult and we just weigh ourselves down with it, worrying about it and thinking about it. And God wants us to take all those burdens that we have and lay them at his feet. Right. Let him take care of those burdens. Trust him. The Bible says, cast all your cares on him. He cares for you. Right. He wants to take it from us. So every day, those things that are your burdens, mm -hmm. the things you're concerned about, maybe you're concerned about your kids. Listen, there are times you and I have had times talking about our children. There are times where we've been brought to our knees. There yeah, are times where praying. we've had yep. a plea with God. We've been there. This is not stuff like we don't understand. We get it. And we yeah. know what dark valleys look like. We know what deep concerns mm -hmm. look like. And we also know what the power of God looks like. Yes. And we also yeah, know what the power sure. of prayer looks like. And mm -hmm. that's one great thing because I've seen God do great things in our own family through mm -hmm. prayer. Oh, yeah. I've seen amazing prayers answered. Things that even when I prayed them, I really was like, should I even be praying this? And I see God answering it. Right. It's amazing. It and is. Awesome. And that, when you have that thankful heart, and you're praying to God because you're remembering what he's already done. It says, in the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, it will blow your mind. Mm -hmm. That's what God's saying. If it was written in the vernacular of today, Jesus Christ could say this, Paul could say this, God's peace is going to blow your mind. Mind blown. It's not even, you can't even <laughs> comprehend it. It transcends. It goes beyond. It mm -hmm. breaks the barriers of all understanding. It will guard your heart. It will guard your minds in Christ. Again, when you're in Christ Jesus. Right. You want to be in the fold as a sheep. You want to be in the fold and believe in Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sins, who offers all that hope of heaven. 
all that forgiveness because he died for you to take your place. All yes. I need to do is pray to God and say, God, forgive me of my sins. And God, give me eternal life. A simple prayer. All who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. You're in Jesus Christ. You're in the fold. You're right. in his hand. And that's the kind of stuff you got to remember. I'm in his hand. Yeah, but the Bible says that we're his children, that we're adopted as his children and how much we want to give good things to our kids right. and take care of our children and meet their needs. God is so much more capable and so much better knows what we need. And he is there like our parent wanting to take care of us, but he wants us to come to him. Right. He wants us to ask for that help. Come to him, pray, ask. I don't know how. I don't know how to pray. You know how to talk? Talk. I know. That's all you got to do. Listen, seriously, I mean, there's been plenty of times I've walked down the trail, the Western Reserve Greenway Trail, just praying to God. Uh, there are times where I didn't know what to do. Uh, there are times I've had big questions. There are I'm seeking his wisdom. God, is this okay? Is this something else I should be doing? God, what do you want me to do? In fact, it's amazing sometimes when you're praying to God and you're seeking his direction, he'll put things into your heart's minds, like even direction for the church. Hey, I want you to start this. And then all of a sudden, okay, we're going to do an outdoor service. Uh, now you're praying to God. Next thing you know, it's like two minutes later, you're texting your whole staff. Guess what? Yeah. This is what we're doing. Because I've just been praying about it. God's laying it on my heart. Right. I'm throwing it out there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Because that's that's the power of prayer. Yeah. And here, here's another great yeah. verse. Uh, Joshua 1, 8 uh, and verse 9. And it says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Moses just died. He's been leading the people for 40 years. Joshua's got big shoes to fill. Joshua's going to lead the people against fortified cities and armies with chariots and veteran forces, veteran fighting forces. He's going to come take the land of Canaan from the Canaanites, and it's going to become Israel, Israel's. It's going to become the land of Israel. That's daunting. That's huge. And God's message to him, listen, all you need to do is obey me. I'll make you prosperous. I'll make you successful. You just need to stick to my word and everything's going to go well. But didn't I command you be strong and courageous? Don't be afraid. Those are great words right there. Be they strong. are great words. And one thing I love about like Joshua or Moses is that they were just normal people right. like us. And Moses, I mean, even when God first called him, he's like, I, I can't speak. I can't, you know, he was full of insecurities. Right. Yet God said, I'll give you the words. Right. I will help you. And it's the same with us. You know, we're inadequate. We're incapable in so many ways on our own. And God doesn't expect us to be great. He's great. We just have to rely on him. Hmm. I like that. God doesn't expect us to be great. He expects us to rely on him and he's great. Right. So I don't have to have all the answers. He's I don't have him. to have all the strength because right. he's the one who strengthens me. And so he tells me, don't be afraid. And that's something I've got to control. He says, listen, mm -hmm. I want you to be courageous. I don't want you to be afraid because when you're afraid, sometimes uh, when you're afraid, you'll do irrational things. Uh, you'll jump ship when you shouldn't. Uh, yeah, you'll be running into stuff you shouldn't be running into. Because I've had these experiences as a kid, trust me, when I used to <laughs> do things to motorists that they didn't want me doing and then I'm running away from them. And uh, 
then I'm scared, so I'm running through the woods blind. I'm running into all kinds of stuff. Well, you know what? If I wasn't fear, if I wasn't doing what I shouldn't have been doing, causing myself fear, I wouldn't have been having my eyes scratched. Because I remember one night I came home, my eye hurt so badly because I ran right through a tree branch, mm. scratched my eyeball, and why? Because I'm running. I'm running scared. And sometimes when we shouldn't be, we should we shouldn't be running scared. Mm-hmm. We should be trusting the Lord. And he says, I don't want you being discouraged. And I think there's a lot of discouragement. There are a lot of people out there kind of feeling discouraged, feeling isolated, feeling stuck at home. Listen, make the best of it. Reach out to others. Make the best of it. Don't be discouraged. Yeah. Yeah. Try to, you know, be positive about things and, you know, find new adventures that right. you can do and things that you can do, you know, fun as a family. And I know there are people that are alone, you right. know, that are at health risk and they can't see anyone. But that is one of the nice things about like a social media right. or something where you can still keep in contact with people, you know, virtually and, you know, have some communication. Yeah, I've been trying to make a lot of contacts uh, each day, just uh, touching base with people because uh, I don't want to lose touch uh, with yep. the church not being functioning. We're, we're doing online, but I mean, my goodness, online church, not the same as me Way seeing different. you eyeball yeah. to eyeball saying, hey, giving you a high five, fist bump, handshake, hug, all that kind of stuff, man. I'm a normal human being. As right. a normal human being, I like being around normal human beings. Looking at you through a camera lens, seriously, that's not my first choice. I'm going to do it because I have to do it. But yeah. he says this, you don't be discouraged for the Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. And that's how we end this podcast. The Lord's going to be with you wherever you go. Don't need to worry about it. He's already there. Wherever you oh, are right now, this is how you can have faith. This is how you can have confidence. This is how you can overcome fears right here. The Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. And as we end this podcast, I'm just going to pray for you. Definitely, Father, I just want to pray for everyone who's listening and tuning in. Calm their hearts. Give them strength. Give them courage. I pray that they would see you as being a refuge in a time of storm, just a steady help, the one that we call to. And God, I pray that you will answer their prayers. Bless them with good health. Bless them with your peace. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. And thank you very much for tuning in to our first podcast. Way to go.